Welcome to Journey to a Savvy Senior Life, and I'm your host, Lynn Fontaine. This is Episode 7, Part 3, a continuation of my episodes on travel, more specifically, lodging alternatives. Today, we'll have a conversation with the CEO of the new version of Home Exchange, which is the merger of Guest to Guest and HomeExchange.com. To recap, Episode 7, Part 1 was with my really good friend, Judy McCaleb, who describes her positive experience as an active member of HomeExchange.com for over 10 years. And she has more than 35 home exchanges under her belt. In Episode 7, Part 2, I spoke with Ed Cushions, the founder and former owner of HomeExchange.com. In this episode, Ed describes his new venture called Vacation Property Partners. This is a membership where people interested in purchasing vacation property connect with others who are also looking for vacation property. This concept of joint ownership is one in which Ed believes can revolutionize the way people purchase vacation property in the future. And I want to give a special shout out to Ed Cushions, who introduced me to Emmanuel Arnaud, the founder of Guest to Guest, which is based in France. Emmanuel purchased the American company HomeExchange.com from Ed and Ed's partners in 2017. This interview provides an opportunity to understand the inspiration and perspective of the current ownership and to inquire about the vision of home exchange going forward. I wanted to interview Emmanuel Arnaud because the home exchange model opens up travel opportunities for retirees on a fixed income and for that matter to anyone on a budget, regardless of their stage in life. In this interview, I ask Emmanuel to expound on his belief that the concept of home exchange will become the next big thing in tourism. I was given the opportunity to introduce my podcast to the new CEO of, actually not new, he's been the CEO of Home Exchange for two years now, and was fortunate enough to secure this interview. I'm currently in Boston at the corporate offices, and I'm happy to introduce Emmanuel Arnaud, the CEO. So good afternoon, Emmanuel, and thanks so much for taking the time to meet with me. Well, good afternoon, Lynn, and thank you for um, having this uh, podcast. Now, I was hoping we could just start with a brief overview of what Home Exchange is all about. I know many of my Home Exchange listeners will already know this, but I do have some listeners that are not members, so if you wouldn't mind. Sure. Home Exchange, the, the original concept is really about um, I going to your home and you coming to mine and as a way to save on hotel costs or rental costs and also as a way to be able to live as a local. So for instance, um, right now I live in the Boston area, you live in the California area. If we were to exchange very different weathers, um, very different ways to live and it would be great to be able to have this way of living as a local in your home and for you in my home. One of the innovations in the home exchange space, which um, I introduced when I founded my company, Guest to Guest, about seven years ago, which now has become home exchange as part of a merger, and I'm sure we'll get back to that, was this idea that we could also have non-reciprocal exchange, that the exchange itself is not the most important thing, that I go to your home while you're going to mine, but it's more of building a community of like-minded people who are going to host each other and find a way that, you know, I can host you and you're not going to be the one hosting me, but I'll go to somebody else's home, but we're all going to be able to host each other in a way that's 
welcoming and with trust and that we can have great vacation. You did talk about the merger, so I was wondering if you could talk just a little bit about the impetus to purchase Home Exchange. As you said, you already owned Guest to Guest in France. So yeah, I started Guest to Guest in France with this vision. Actually, I was a Home Exchange member, and I was disappointed because I couldn't organize an exchange between Paris and Florence in Italy for New Year's Eve 2010. And that was very frustrating to me because those are both very touristic destination and I wasn't asking for complicated dates. I mean, New Year's Eve is a period where a lot of people are available for travel. And what was even more frustrating for me was this idea that some of the people in Florence, their home was available. They were nice when we were exchanging emails, but they were telling me, you know what, I'm not interested in Paris. So that's how I had this idea of a point system that then made it possible for people to not have reciprocal exchanges. And as I had this idea, I also came to realize that Home Exchange at that time had 45,000 members. It was a vibrant community, but it was still a pretty small community. I had never heard of Airbnb, but at that time, the big startup that everybody was talking about was Couchsurfing, which you, you might recall still exists and is a network to sleep on each other's couch, basically. And at that time, they had 5 million members. That was a real surprise to me because... I think the home exchange value proposition, the, the, the promise of home exchange can appeal to many more people than couch surfing because, you know, if you want some privacy, if you are married or with, with someone or if you have kids, couch surfing is probably not the right way for you to spend your vacation, whereas home exchange is a perfect way for you to do that. And so for me, the market was way bigger. There should be a lot more people interested by home exchange and couch surfing. So this idea that there was 45,000 members as opposed to 5 million didn't make sense to me. And so from the beginning, I, I had this vision that home exchange as a concept is so great that it should be a network with millions of people doing it. And so what we've tried to do is focus on the kind of services and the kind of attributes of the offering that will help us grow and that will help people try out home exchange because a lot of people are scared of home exchange um, on the, their, their first try and I can uh, get back to that a little bit later for, for your listeners who've never done a home exchange but and so thinking about growing before home exchange we had already bought four other exchange networks and since home exchange we've already um, bought another one a Canadian um, home exchange network so the idea of buying home exchange was consistent with this strategy of having an ever-increasing member base because the more members you have, the more opportunities there's for everybody to exchange and, and the better the service becomes. And then, of course, there's something special about Home Exchange. There's something special in terms of the community that Home Exchange has, not only because it was the largest, but also because what would be uh, the right way to say the most vibrant or the, the, the community the most in love with the concept of Home Exchange, with the, the believers from the beginning around Home Exchange, they were also, there was a great founding team with uh, Ed, uh, uh, Jim, and uh, William. And so there was a, a natural fit for us. Like, we wanted to grow. The founding team was ready to move on. And the community of Home Exchange was just amazing. So for us, it was a very interesting way to grow the company. As far as the enhancements or continued benefit, how has the integration between Home Exchange and Guest to Guest enhanced the members' experience. Well, before talking about how it has an answer, I'll just say a, a little word for, for those of uh, your listeners who are already Home Exchange members. That I, I noticed that the, the transition has been a little bit rough. We've had a few bugs, and, uh, and now they're behind us, and I hope we're going to be doing a great job at explaining how the website works so that everybody's happy with it. I'm now focusing on, on the positive aspects and, and how it has enhanced. Well, the first aspect is, of course, the size of the community. 
there's way more people on the new website than there was on the previous one. And so there's way more opportunities to exchange. And actually, we um, pretty often have messages from members saying, wow, I'm getting exchange proposals a lot more than before, but also from different places. That's true because the networks had different focuses. For instance, Home Exchange was much stronger in the U.S., whereas Guest to Guest was much stronger in Europe. So there's, there's more diversity beyond the, just the sheer numbers, the, the increased numbers of, of exchanges. Another way that the, the experience has been enhanced, I think, is around uh, the pricing. The, the pricing is, is really interesting. We've really tried to improve the pricing in the sense that First of all, if you had two listings, you had to pay twice on the old home exchange, whereas today you can have unlimited listings with the new home exchange. Second aspect is that we really value loyalty. And so we've built in a pricing system that makes your price go down as you are a loyal member. So after six years, you'll pay only $100 per year, $100 per year, as opposed to $150 per year. And so each year where you stay uh, until you've reached the, the bottom, we're giving you little incentives to stay longer because we really value having loyal members who are experienced home exchangers and who can help others um, give it a try. One of the other aspects around the enhancements, and I think probably the most important one, is around the guarantees that we offer. We offer cancellation guarantees and we also offer a guarantee around your home, like a home protection guarantee up to a million dollars. So that's very reassuring, I think, for um, many of, of the members and also for the members to be, for the people who are sort of on the fence wondering whether they want to join Home Exchange or not. The question of being able to know that if there's a cancellation, you will get some money back and that it will help you fund a, a hotel or another alternative accommodation is really helpful. And same thing for the health protection, knowing that you know if there was a terrible accident, which has never happened so far, but if there were a terrible accident, and even if your insurance didn't kick in, we would up to a million dollars. I think it's very reassuring for for a number of, uh, of members. If I may, you touched on the cancellation. Mm-hmm. And this turns out that a really good friend of mine, this did happen. She had booked her son to I go to go I believe to Switzerland. Two days before he was set to travel, the host home had to cancel due to a flood. So Home Exchange scurried to try to find her other lodging. They were unable to, but they did help her find a hotel. And then of course she was reimbursed obviously under that insurance protection. So it was a really great experience for her, just added to her 35 other great experiences. Well, thanks for sharing that story. And one of the things I like about the story is also the fact that she had 35 amazing experiences because we've had some pushback from from, um, home exchange, from very experienced home exchangers saying, well, why do you need an insurance? You know, like home exchange is a very reliable way to have your vacation because there's trust and, you know, as if the, the guarantees would take away the trust. And so I think there's really a different perspective when you're the, the company operating hundreds of thousands of home exchange. We've seen a lot of different cases and we know that sometimes on your first home exchange, something can go wrong with such your fault, like a flood happening. And in other cases, you can do like 50 home exchange and not have a single problem. And that's exactly what guarantees are there for, so that hopefully you'll never need it. But when you do, we're there for you. And that's really why um, we're delighted to be able to offer these guarantees to our members. 
The only other thing is, did you want to speak at all to the deposit in case of property damage? Sure, yeah. There, there's, been, there's been some confusion about the, the deposit, and I think part of it was, was my mistake because the, the word authorized in the United States has a very specific meaning when you're talking about a credit card being authorized for $500. So I, I want to clarify very specifically the, the question of the deposit. The reason why we've put a deposit in place is because we found out that in a number of cases, having some money that we can have access to, and it's not a, a huge amount, it's, it's $500, can create two types of things. It creates an incentive for guests to behave even better, and, and sometimes that incentive is useful. And in other cases also, when there's something that is um, small that was broken, it's a lot easier to go through this kind of process and go through the whole guarantee process where you have to um, do a lot of paperwork to make sure that, that you, you get your refund, whereas the deposit process can be very quick. And regarding the, the, the deposit, the, the way it works is that basically you agree that we will be able to take $500, up to $500 off of your credit card if there was a problem, but we do not tell your bank or we do not tell your credit card company. It's just that you give us the right, and should a, a problem occur, what happens is that we have the legal right to enter a charge of $500 on your credit card, it's exactly as if you were paying that day and, and pressing on the, on the submit button. So it's not authorized, your bank doesn't know about it. It's just we who have this ability to use a deposit, and which really helps us solve some of the minor cases um, in an expedient way for everybody. And then the next thing, customer support. We know that initially we had the happiness team. Mm -hmm. You, I'm sure you had your guest-to-guest customer support. Mm -hmm. So together, do you still have both of those teams? Yes. How is that working? We we have um, both of the teams, and now we're we're actually growing the team. So the idea is not at all to try to... uh, to let go people because um, there were people on the right and people on the left. But quite to the contrary, what we view as the future of home exchange is, again, this vision of having a million members. And that means that we're going to be accommodating more and more people who are a little bit less comfortable with the concept of home exchange and experienced home exchangers that we currently have on the platforms. And that means that we need to have incredible support and we want to be able to restart the chat. Right now the chat is on, uh, on freeze because we've had so many um, requests linked to the merger, but we want to have a chat, we want to have um, the emails, we want to have phone lines 24-7. Um, Do you have 24-7 as, as of now? As of right now, no, because our, our team has been swamped by requests. We had way more requests than what we expected, and so we are increasing the size of the teams. And just in terms of, in terms of size, so that you know, we have roughly 15 people in Zagreb, Croatia, another 10 in Paris, and then we have another four in, in the Americas with, uh, with some people who are not in the Cambridge office. So we're, we're trying to cover the various time zones and we're going to be increasing the teams in the various locations as we see demand increasing. I believe you mentioned there have been no changes to fees. So the annual membership is the same except that you are providing that incentive that you will lower their annual yes. membership the longer they stay. And, with home exchange. Exactly. And if you had two listings, you'll just be paying one, one fee. That's key. For the current members, there's the optimal membership and the essential. Now, the sure. optimal pay annually. The essential pay. are the pay-by-night. I don't know. You wouldn't call them members. You would call them exchangers, <laughs> we, I guess. We also call them members. But okay. I, I think it, it's maybe interesting to, to take a step back and say why we, we put in place this, this um, dual system. 
One of the great things with uh, the guest-to-guest community is how strongly it was growing. We, it was very easy for members to join the community because they didn't have to pay upfront the membership. And home exchange is a new concept for many people, is, can be a scary concept for many people. And this idea that you have to pay first and then see what you get is, is, is something that makes it very difficult to convince a lot of people to join the system. And I think to a large extent is also something that maybe worked in terms of marketing a few years ago. But today, you know, a lot of the services that you can um, buy are going to be free for the first period. Like, you know, if you're thinking of Netflix, you're going to have a month free where you can experience mm-hmm. the system. So the complexity is how do you put something free to experience the system when a home exchange usually takes a bit of time to organize because, you know, we're in January and we're going to organize it for August. And so it's only in August that you'll have experience the system. And so guess to guess business model was really great to help the community grow. The home exchange business model was really, really great in terms of having a very loyal customer base who year after year were, were members and really it was part of their way of life. It, it wasn't just you know, a, a website like another one. It was, it's part of their way of life. Um, there are some members who do you know, 10 exchanges per year and, and they, they, they organize them you know, for um, or in January 2019 and they already know where they will be in June of 2020 thanks to the system. And so what we did is we, we tried to take the, the best of both worlds in the sense that we put an um, essential membership, which is $12 per night, and you pay on a per-night basis. So you can join the website, put your pictures up, become a verified member, start contacting people, and, and organize your first exchange, and you haven't paid a single dime. But then when you organize the exchange, well, you're going to be paying $12 per night so that you have all those guarantees that we mentioned and you have our service. And then for those who are willing right away to become subscribers or for those who are more comfortable with, with the system, it will cost them $150. And in that case, they have as many nights as they want. So basically, if you're doing 10 nights per year, you're probably going to stay as, uh, and pay on a per night basis. But if you're doing more, you're probably going to switch and become a member. And so there's perks to becoming a, a member and those will probably increase in the future because we really value our, our returning Customers, I guess. Okay, so then there really isn't a push to get the essential members to become optimal members? There is a clear push for essential members to become optimal members, but the reason for that is because the only way it makes sense for you to become an optimal member is if you use the service a lot. So we're trying to get people to use it a lot. We would want our members to think when they're organizing their vacation, oh, let's check first on the home exchange what I can organize. And then if for some reason or another I can't organize a home exchange, then I'll check out my other options. Right. To sure. finish on that point, if you think of somebody who's never done a home exchange, they can join the website, start communicating with other members, get a feel for what a website is, organize their first exchange, probably as an essential member, love it, and then organize their second exchange. And when they're organizing their second exchange, they'll decide to be an optimal member because now they've understood, now they've experienced it, and now they're, they're like, yes, this is how I want to spend my vacation. So I guess the, the, essential, membership, the essential membership is more a step towards the Becoming optimal. Becoming a yeah. member. Since we're still here on the benefits of the merge, ID verification. Yes, ID verification. Well, I think there's still this, there's this idea that as we want to be able to have more members on the website, we want to cater to people who are maybe, who need to be reassured. And that's why the insurance was, was important. And we think that very, verifying the ID of the members is something that's going to reassure members who are still hesitant about having a home exchange. Our idea would be to make home exchange the safest way 
for you to find an accommodation because the site has vetted you in, in a number of ways and also because there's a trust between the members that makes it so reliable. And so that's why we've introduced ID verification, email verification, phone number verification, which are a number of steps to let you know that, no, this is not a scam, that yes, you can go in this wonderful house and spend a week over there and it's going to cost you less than 100 bucks if you're paying per night or it's going to cost you nothing if you've already paid your membership and it's not a scam. This is real. This is how hospitality works. And the reason it's so, it works is because you yourself with your home are going to let other people in your home. And so, so we think that we really need to give as many proofs as possible that our community is very reliable and our system is very trustworthy. And also for the essential members, all of those guarantees are in place for them as well. Exactly. The insurance, ID verification, all of that. And, and that's something we considered having a lower cost membership without all of these perks. And we realized it was not a good idea because if there were a big problem on a home exchange and if it hit the media in any way, then whether or not the person was you know, an essential, an optimal or a whatever member would be too much of a detail. I, I think the headlines would, would, would read about home exchange as a concept. Right. And so we cannot afford to have people who are not covered by those guarantees. And in the past, it, it has happened on, on minor problems, and we had to foot the bill of the hotel or whatever uh, ourselves um, for somebody who had not chosen any, any of the guarantees. So that's not something we want to do moving forward. The home exchange culture. You did mm-hmm. speak to that a little bit, the whole share community. From everything that I've researched, the culture of pretty much like paying it forward. If I make my home experience really wonderful for you, I'm pretty sure that the same thing is going to happen to me when I go to your house or even someone else's home. Yes. So what are you doing to promote that culture? Well, that, that, that's really a great question because it's something we, we, we care a lot about. I think that the home exchange culture is extremely specific and it's also a little bit fragile in the sense that we currently live in a world where whether it's the media or um, the events we see happening in the world there's a lot of, of reasons to fear a little bit somebody else and you know not to open your, your door but to, to, to be scared of your neighbor and so I think it's really important that we, we keep that culture of opening your doors what we are most likely going to put in place is a, um, oh, how do you say this in English, in chart, a charter, a, a, a charter yes. of what it means to, to do a home exchange. What we are also trying to, we also already have in place is through our blog and through our FAQ, through our onboarding email. So when you join the community, we send you a number of, of, ex, of emails explaining you how the system works and, and what, you, what are the expectations. So for instance, we, we make it explicit that we think that as a guest, you should um, offer a little gift or, or some kind of token of appreciation for the home. You're, no, you're not going to a hotel. You're, you're going to somebody's house. Like, you know, if I were to come to have dinner at your house, I'd probably come with a bottle, bottle of wine. A bottle of wine right. because, you know, I'm French, so I'd, yeah. well, I, I'd, I'd bring some Bordeaux. But uh, and same thing here. Like, imagine you're going to your, you know, your, your cousin's home. You know, you would, you would take care of that. And so I think it's fair to say that we have a number of places in the website whether it's through the onboarding emails, whether it's through RFAQ or how does it work and all that, um, where we're explaining this culture, but we want to make it more and more apparent in the website because it's going to be a challenge. As you grow a community, there's always a challenge of how do you keep the original spirit, and Mm -hmm. that's something that we are very aware of. Now, your commitment to the members, 
I think your passion is pretty apparent. And you did speak about your vision, and your vision is to grow the membership to a million members. Mm-hmm. And then what? Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> well, then, you know, I'll take a rest. Um, I don't know. million members. Well, I think it's really about finding this right balance between growing and, and bringing more opportunities to everybody and making sure the spirit stays the same. We were talking about couchsurfing earlier. And, and there's, there are many people, I mean, I don't want to criticize this company, which I don't know that well, but I've read that there's many people who say that the original spirit really isn't, isn't there anymore, or at least has, has changed to some extent. And so I think that's really what we want to be um, attentive to. Like, we were very lucky to have an amazing community at Guest to Guest and an amazing community at Home Exchange of people who really got it because they were early adopters compared to where we want to be in, in five years. And we want to make sure that those kind of uh, stories that, you know, that are uh, amazing that we, that we read about home exchange. Like, for, for instance, for, for me, my best home exchange experience was a, um, I came back, so I had left my home. It was a non-reciprocal. I left my home to a Spanish family. And I, I lived in Paris. And when I came back, there were three uh, jars of jam, homemade jam, three bottles of some homemade um, syrup beverage, and there was a book on castles for, um, for kids. And there was a little note with that saying, Dear Emmanuel and Laura, um, Laura being my wife, uh, thank you so much for um, this amazing vacation we spent in your home. Our kids told us it was the best vacation in their lives, which was really um, heartwarming for me. And they insisted that we buy this little book about castles to thank your kids to have um, let them play with their toys and sleep in their beds. And, and for me, that's really the spirit of home exchange. And, and so the future, I guess, would be the future generations. I mean, there's this idea that as we grow as a community, we're going to have you know, sons and daughters of home exchangers becoming home exchangers itself and maybe making a little impact in the way that we are um, welcoming to each other in the world, which is um, a brutal these days. So, yeah, um, beyond the numbers, I think it's about the spirit and growing the spirit. And I was going to ask you in closing to do a, a little synopsis, but actually I think you just did. I think that was a beautiful sentiment. And as far as I'm concerned, that sums up the entire concept of what home exchange is all about. And once again, I really can't thank you enough for taking the time to do this with me today. Well, I, I really thank you. Um, this has been great. Thank you. You bet. So there you have it. Home exchanging is here to stay because it offers an exciting way to live like a local while vacationing. Home exchange is the largest home swapping enterprise going, hosting approximately 400,000 members in 187 countries. There are other sites as well, some focusing on specific populations or genres of exchangers. If you as a listener belong to another exchange group, I'd love to hear from you. Who knows, maybe you'll be on one of my future podcasts. Please be sure to search my podcast, Journey to a Savvy Senior Life, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and basically all other directories. And be sure to hit subscribe for notifications on new episodes. And feel free to share this podcast on social media. Thanks a lot for listening. And until next time...